Wing off, but I'm still it like I'm filmic with the still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your felt again. Remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pill sip, no placebo. Now that chill shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now the hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, ODs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. And we back for another episode of Forever Rich Podcast. You got me, King Domini, and then the infamous A.B. Guapo. How is your day, week, millennium, century, all of that? <laughs> it's going pretty good. Uh, it's the countdown to my surgery on Monday. So just doing some last-minute uh, house preparations and getting everything in order. So when I come back from the hospital, I can just chill. Relax and rest up and recover so I can get back in action, you know. Can't be away from, away from the grind for too long. Yeah. But uh it's gonna it's a it's a quiet weekend. Been watching a lot of NBA playoff play in playoffs. Uh, it's been a lot of good games, so it's been interesting. Has it really though? Because I feel like Atlanta beat yeah. the shit out of uh that was the only blowout. Other than that, that Pelican Spurs game was Was good. it? Because the when I I was watching like maybe the first quarter quarter and a half and pelicans was like running away with it for a minute they must have came back or some shit but that's cool and the the clippers, clippers take their ass home and, yeah <laughs> and uh they got and the next game Kyrie went crazy that was another you think ben simmons time. is coming back for that boston series a lot of people keep trying to talk about it uh I really don't know, honestly. I mean, I don't know. Even if he does, I don't know what he would do. I mean, he's not played with the team at all. I mean, he hasn't played all year. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't feel like he'd be a big factor if he did. I mean, maybe he'd give them some defense, um, which they could use. But other than that, I mean, he doesn't, he's not a scorer, so he would just be passing the ball a lot. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I have to see that series and how it plays. I guess if the Nets maybe really start losing, maybe I could see them trying to throw Ben Simmons in there to try to, you know. You hear about uh, LeBron gave the green light for the Lakers to hire Mark Jackson? Yeah, I'm glad he's getting a chance. We'll see how that works works out, uh, if he gets hired. He needs to get a job. That man's been... White ball, black ball, purple ball, all type of balls since the Warriors, and it's de- yeah, damn near it's sad to get them like that. But um, also the Lakers organization's just not, you know, they're like Dallas. You know, their head coach is just kind of like a, it's just you have to have one. I mean, really, if Genie Bus or Rob Palinka could stand out on the sidelines and coach, they they would. I mean, they could. Pat Riley's done it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Pat Riley did coach for a little bit. But, I mean, like, they had a GM and stuff, too. No, when he was with the Heat, he was – I think he was the GM and he was the – You can be the GM and the coach, but you can't be the owner or the basketball operations and the coach. But uh, what's his name? Palinka? He's not that. That's Rambis. Kurt Rambis or whatever his name is. No, Kurt Rambis is just a family. No, he's in. He's in operations. Look it up. Telling you, I mean, operations can mean anything. He's not the head. It's 
I, I could I could be the owner and be like, yo, you the you in the operations, right? And all you doing is nothing. I mean, they're not making good basketball decisions. That's for We're sure. On the street is. So, I mean, they don't making moves. But I digress. I don't yeah. care. It's the Lakers. They shitty anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens if he gets a job. Rather, he gets the job with the Lakers or not, I, I would be happy to see him back. He's gonna go to the Kings. I'm, I'm speaking into an existence. <laughs> No one wants to coach the Sacramento Kings. I'm sorry. And then when when he gets y'all have all y'all have our old coach. Y'all should be happy. Y'all have a. Then don't y'all still have our old coach? No, he got fired. He got fired. (laughs) Then they had Alvin Gentry as the uh, intern. So Alvin Gentry is a good coach, though. He's notable. He he coached Mark Jackson. We need defense, so we need a defensive coach. No, y'all need good players. But we need to stop the ball other than doing turnovers and shit. We looking out here like a team full of Russell Westbrooks. That's hard. That's a hard thing to be like him. He's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but yeah. So I'm excited to see more playoff basketball. It's the best time of year for NBA for sure. So, but uh, how about you? How's your week going? Man, it's going as quick as a bullet. Like I could have swear I blinked and it's like damn it's so it's the week's almost over like it's crazy. Um, team got another dub, so we out here. We on a streak. We streaking. We streaking. Uh, no, a streak is three. Yeah, or we one. streaking. We won three, won three straight. straight. Or retired and then two. Oh. So we still streaking regardless. We didn't lose. We haven't lost. We haven't lost yet. Well, we haven't lost yeah. over in the in three games. So we streaking. Um, work's going good. You know it's. You know, like when you when you had a job and it's just not like it's not like fuck, I gotta go to work. It's like you know, it's different. I'm yeah, it's here. like all right, let's let's knock this shit out, man. Let's do what we need to do. Go home and you know, chill. So that's a fresh a breath of fresh air right there. Um, and then it's the grind to get my disability. So uh, everything's going into. Uh, fruition so it's just the waiting game everything happens for a reason i'm just keeping positive keeping my mind straight and looking for the best outcome but week's going good i got to be actually i was a little juiced but a little disappointed too i got to meet my favorite uh wide out trey hopkins got to dab him up um i was supposed to get a picture with him uh, but the person that took the picture didn't take the picture so i was a little salty but you know it is what it is it wasn't isn't that always crazy like i always wonder how do you even do yeah, that no. how do you take a picture and be like yeah i took it and then just don't take it like i mean i feel like you always got to do that on like purpose. Uh, yeah but in her defense she was like because mars everyone was in love with mars so she was focused on mars the whole time so like i I'm a little upset with her, but at the same time, you know, she was probably just in love with Mars, and she was just, like, looking at Mars, thinking she was hitting the capture button. But it is what it is. You know, I don't I don't have to have it to... I mean, you you said that the, his sister plays for the team, so, I mean, you'll probably see him. Yeah, again. that too. But, like, even so, it's like, I got to meet him. You know, I don't need, you know, to gloat about it on social media or anything like that. So, would the picture been cool? Yeah, but... Just being able to be like, hey, I appreciate everything you do. You damn near the to me, you're the best receiver in the league. You know, just get telling him my appreciation, not being like a groupie. I think that's my biggest thing. It's like we was talking about it 
off camera and then you was like yo bro you you know just quit being scared and it's like it's not me being scared it's just i know like i know the role without the role you know what i'm saying like i know like he probably gets like thousands of people coming up to him every day like hey can i get an autograph hey can you take a picture with me type shit so it's like i know when he's in like an atmosphere when he it's not about him it's about you know his his family it's just like hey i'm just here to watch a game you know uh, treat me like an average joe you know so i kind of like have that that respect or I give that respect to certain like celebrities and stuff like that, because I know it's just like cameras are always on them at all times, 24 hours a day. So it's like, I, I know when he comes out, he just want to, you know, watch his sister play, support her and then, you know, go about his business. So fortunately shout outs to uh, Smitty. Cause she's the one that basically, cause I saw him and then, um, you know, I, kept walking like i wasn't gonna be like hey hey, bro hey bro get over here come take this picture with me that me up i needed this for the gram it was more like uh all right hey what's up and then i was waiting for raven to get out of the uh the locker room and then she was she was talking to me and then she was like hey yo you know this is my brother and i was like yeah i know who your brother is like and then he dapped me up i was like oh shit i got super juice so shout out to deandre Hopkins, shout out to his sister Smitty, and then shout out to his mom because his mom's birthday was the last couple of days. So, um, other than that, it's been a blessed week, man. Well, happy birthday yeah. to her. That's good, man. I hope your team continues to win. Did did they win? Did Ravens team win? Uh, no, they did not win. Oh, okay. So what is that? Oh, two. Oh, two. Oh, two. They it's it's struggles. Got more games. Like I, you can only take. You can only take it with a grain of salt. Like you got a lot of new players and shit. And football is not like it's not like basketball. And that's why I love football to death. Is because it's like you have to really grow and be basically like one on a team. Like basketball, I feel like if you got like a superstar, maybe like someone that's you know not a superstar but playing very well you can manage, you know, some wins and shit. But here in like in football, it's like you can have the best receiver in the league and not make the playoffs or have a shitty ass record. You can have the greatest quarterback of all time and no offensive line, no, you know, no defense. You're not going to the Super Bowl. So it's like to me, like football, it's like that true team sport, you know. Uh, what they what they always true. say you're as, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and in football that's true. Like everyone's so good at football, or you know, even no matter what the level is, you're always like you as a team is supposed to find what is the weakest link of the other team and attack that weakest link. You know, so if it's a shitty ass corner, you're gonna be throwing it to your you're gonna put your best receiver on that side where the corner is and fucking chuck it up into a fucking. They double team them, triple team them, and then by that way, then you you know adjust, and then you go from there. You always find that weak spot. It's like chess, you know. So it's you gotta take it with a grain of salt, you know. I've I've been on teams where we lost like four straight, and then boom, make and then you be like, God damn, we've been winning like eight games, you know. So it's just gotta roll with the punches. It's all good. Well, I was what I was gonna say was that you know, it's only two games. They still got a lot left, you know, so they may turn it around. They may turn it yeah. around. But we got a good show for you guys. Like today. you always say, uh, we got some. 
Yeah, because it's always a good show. I feel like it's always a good show. I don't feel like we have a bad one, at least not yet. Yeah, Matt, I, I agree with that. You know, I don't think we have a bad. We haven't had a bad show. Now we've had some some difficulties, like some technical difficulties and shit like that. But I don't. I feel like everything that we talk about has just been like, damn, that's some real truth to it. Like, damn, that's some real truth to it. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, and so since we're talking about. Uh, NFL, I guess we'll start out with it's not even relevant. <laughs> I don't know how that transition into it. But we're talking about NFL, you know, NFL players, celebrity status, they make a lot of money and stuff like that. But did you see that Walmart is trying to uh boost the pay of their truck drivers to what was it like? I think it was like 80 to 96 to 110k. Yeah absolutely ridiculous insane so when i i saw that and i was like man that's crazy that's that's a lot of freaking money for a truck driver but then i was thinking in my mind i was like bro truck driving like delivery service is probably the most important job like we have right now you think about it like supply and demand why can't you get anything right now or why are like certain things hard to find because there's not enough supply. They're, the distribution chains are all messed up because of COVID. Uh, your packages, you know, when you're waiting for something, your Amazon driver, you know, your truck, your your UPS driver, your FedEx driver, you know, sometimes UPS does their job and lets you sign for a package that you're supposed to sign for, you know, and other other times they just leave shit at the door. You don't know what you're going to get. Stop being salty, you know? it's, man. I just, I'm just sorry. Let it go. L-I-G. Let it go. Anyways, so you don't know what you're going to get, but it's very important. It's a very important job. So do you feel like 96 to 110,000 is enough for these Walmart, just truck drivers in general, not just Walmart? Bro, if they give out 110K, I'm fucking changing jobs ASAP. Nah, um, it is a hard job. And, but you also got to take, like, when people like see those type of numbers and they always be trying to sit here and take the, like the grace, like, Oh, 110k, bro. Like I'm about to be out here in these streets. Like, nah, bro, you about to be on them roads like all day, every day, like truck drivers, like spend like five, six days out of the week on the road. And then it's like, um, you don't necessarily like, like with inflation and everything going up, it was like, Bro, a hundred and a hundred and ten ninety six is like not that much no more. Like it's not as like when we was growing up. You know, you hear a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars, you'd be like, "Damn, that's that's yo, bro, you living large." Now it's just like making like fifty k. I feel like, and it's just crazy because it's like, you know, like I when I first got out, I didn't, I wasn't like you. I didn't have like, oh, this, I'm jumping into this career, or I did, but other stuff you know came into the way um because i wanted to be a u.s marshal but i was not going to live in dallas but i wanted to live in texas so i kind of had to give that up but you know it's like i didn't have like a real true game plan like i was gonna apply for the post office didn't work out i don't know what happened god didn't see it in my way and then so it's like i started making like 11 dollars an hour and then you know going to the next job and then to the next job and then like elevating to get myself up to where it's like 
you know, I still have like some of my close friends, like, you know, they're still, they're making like $16 an hour and I'm over here making $25 an hour, 26, 27, you know, whatever, bringing home over 50 K. And it's just like, bro, I don't make that much money. Like, uh, like, I don't know if I just got a shit ton of bills or whatever, but I'd be like looking, I'd be like, this ain't enough dog. But I also got a kid too. So that probably weighs into it. But I just feel like it's great. Like when you see those numbers, like perks people ears, get their attention. But then in reality, it's like you got to pay for diesel. Like they're not paying you, you know, a hundred and K just to drive trucks. It's like you still have they paying you for like, you, you know, you have to take all that in consideration, like a gas, you know, showering. Because when you're on truck stops and shit, those showers and whatnot, it's not free. So it's like it's the small things that rack up to where it's like you may think you're making 196 to 100 K, but you really kind of making like 50, 60 K, you know, because you all your expenses. So. But I ain't gonna lie. I might tr- drive some trucks here once in a while, you know, just on the side, just for the weekend, you know, just to like, yeah, right. Right. Little smack. I know she'd be like, bring your ass home, nigga. I'm like, oh. But uh, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Definitely, I feel like truck driving. I feel like truck driving might low key needs to have some hazardous duty pay in there too. I mean, being on the road all the time like that is not safe. You know, uh, you're driving fifteen, sixteen hours. It's unhealthy on your body. You know, a lot of truck drivers become fat because they eat a lot of fast food. They can't go to the gym. There's a lot that goes into that. So they definitely deserve the money. Um, so I'm I'm really happy that they're getting that boost and you know shout out to the truck drivers and the people who are working through the COVID shortages and all that stuff you know just without you guys we wouldn't have survived you know still but, barely surviving because you guys I mean like you said but it's just like like I said I feel like it's just they're trying to get enough people because no like ain't, ain't nobody really want to be truck drivers I mean, no, one to do, yeah, no one wants to do that shit yeah. anymore either There's, a lot of people are starting to back away from poor quality of treatment jobs um, for just whatever reason, even with higher pay. You know, no one, one thing I think a lot of people have learned over the past two years is that uh, money and happiness and your happiness is more important than money. So your situation that you're in, like if you don't have a close knit family, you're losing a lot of family members and stuff like that. What is, what is a hundred thousand dollars a year going to do, you know, when you, lose your mom or something like a pandemic happens mm-hmm. boom you know, your job's not safe so uh, i think i think that was a reality check for a lot of people you know getting their mental health together and so and i'm all for it you know i i also think you know they should start including some uh mental health days in the uh in pay packages you know maybe one or two just days off you know just hey like i i just my mental health's messed up i need to go take Take a day or a day of off of work, a day, you know. Decompress. You can still just decompress. Yeah, it's some some jobs are very stressful, man. Especially the higher paying ones. You know what I'm saying? Like people, you're getting paid a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars for a reason. You know, you have a, a specific expertise in something, or you know, a specific skill that you know not everyone can do. So they're paying you a lot, but sometimes that puts a lot of pressure and stress on you absolutely so, i know i think it was like back in the day it was like you were just getting a job just because you know you need bills and shit like that and now it's like 
I mean, you could, if you really wanted to, you you don't have to take a super high paying job and then you could just Uber on the weekends and make enough money to live comfortably. I think everyone's like in that, I want to live comfortably and I want to be around family because with this pandemic, everyone knows that like life is way too fucking short. Like shit's gone and quick in a hurry. So absolutely. That's very true, man. You don't, you don't know when you're at this time on your time on earth is over. So. Definitely gotta uh, make it count and live right you can. So, don't don't be so money focused, guys out there. You know, gotta spend time with your families. My favorite. My before we go on this and go to the next topic, uh, my favorite quote is on one of my favorite movies, uh, Blow, with Johnny Depp. And uh, when he was growing up, his daddy was like, "Dad." uh, so he was saying something that basically like they didn't get a loan and he lost basically the dad lost like his company or whatever and he was like money's not real George doesn't matter like you know and then he was like dad I don't ever want to be poor he was like then you won't you just got to have that mentality like even if you're struggling like living paycheck to paycheck like you're still richer than some you know like money is like not at the ultimate like stability to make your exactly. happiness you know there, there's way more to the equations you're just like money 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 I, I know we live in no one wants to really admit it but we live in a capitalism type country where everything's all about money revenue you know make, getting rich blowing it on dumb shit never like not working hard and shit like that but at the same time it's like you can have all the money in the world uh jeff bezos got divorced elon musk you know dealing with baby mama drama it's like bill gates got divorced it's like so money don't just give you know the ultimate happiness and people are starting to realize that definitely definitely but since we're talking about family and happiness and stuff like that uh we got another interesting story i saw uh, about men uh not being obsessed with women anymore um kind of tying a little bit into like happiness and stuff like that. I thought it was interesting. You know, we've been kind of poking at relationships here in the last two episodes or so. Um, And why men aren't a quote unquote obsessed with women anymore. Um, I definitely, I'll start. You you single and mingling. Why don't you give your two cents? I, I definitely think men, you know, have a different mindset nowadays because you know of the as i always say i said it in season two and season one as well you know the dating space is very i don't know what the word to describe it ignorant now you know it's it's all about i feel like it's all about yourself right you know like you go out there you meet somebody but you only want to do this and you only want to do that and you know i don't want anyone to you don't ever want to work at anything and that's what relationships are, you know, they're working, finding a middle ground or finding a, a spot, you know, that you're okay with. And a lot of people don't. Um, there we go. Yeah, relationships are a lot of work. You know, I find a lot of middle ground. I find a, good, a sweet spot to where you're comfortable with one person's choices and one person's other. So going back to the main point is that Men aren't going to be obsessed with women in this day society because a lot of women nowadays are kind of trash. I mean, I'm just being honest. Honest, you got a lot of women that do are all about getting the bag, 
Vanessa men and all these high out of, out of these world standards. And like you, women, there's a lot of women out here who just assume that they're like, oh, I want a six figure man. I want this and I want that. And it's like, you're not going to get that because you're average yourself. You know, you don't have shit going for yourself. So why do you think, you know, this dude is making a hundred thousand dollars is going to want to talk to you when you're fat and overweight or you're at four? I mean, let's just be honest. Like that's just sometimes you have to just have a real reality check. You attract generally for the most part, the same quality of person as yourself, right? If you're a better looking person, you're probably going to a better looking girl. If you're an average looking person, probably going to get an average looking girl. If you're not that good looking, you're probably going to get that not good looking girl. I mean, it's just, it's all relative. Literally the world just has that law of attraction is built on everything. So, but men just, you know, I, I feel like men are look, going up and being like, you know what? I'm not going to do all this shit for girls or women that don't deserve, you know, the time of day. They're going to just focus on making themselves the best they can. And if they find a girl that, it, or a woman that is worth their time, then they'll put that time and effort in. But until that time comes, it's going to be one of those things where they just hit and quitting. You know, you you also have to prove yourself as a worthy um, candidate for to be a wife. You know, you're not, or or a baby mama. You're not, you know, it's not it's not just oh I show up and I want to date you and oh you're going to be my wife just because why you think you deserve that. You know, it's it's not like that. So that's where I feel like, you know, dating space is gone. But I'll get the other side of the opinion from you since you're cuffed and and a dad now. So it's crazy that we talk about this topic. I mean, I, I know I kind of wanted to talk about it, but I I feel, find it intriguing that people, that women uh, consider that. Um, me and Raven were watching on Netflix and we were watching this, this show, uh, Alt ultimatum i think is what it is so it's like all these people in like their mid 20s 26 27s only been together for like from a year and a half to like i think the most is like three years and basically it's like one side or the other either the man or the woman wants to get married and the other oh, one's like I, not... i've seen the preview for it yeah and so they i guess they like break them up and then they like everyone's staying in like this big ass condo or whatever and like basically they just flirt with everybody and then they go like on a three week, you know, different relationship trial or whatever. And it's like defined like is the person that they were originally with like the one or can they find true love with somebody else type shit. And it's crazy that people really fucking sit there. And I was having a conversation with Raven about this. And I was like, you know, I think it's just like because most of the time, you know, it's like women push marriage majority of the time than men. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not men out there like telling women like, hey, I want to get married. Let's get married type shit. And women are like, oh, slow your roll, bro. But I feel like women still programmed. And I don't mean this in the sense of like your brainwash or anything, but it's like from 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 when you're little, like, you know, getting married is like it's like this one of the biggest goals you can have. You know, it's like for you know athletes like winning gold medal or playing in the super bowl or you know nba finals or world series or some shit world cup you know so it's like 
you know, damn, I'm going to get married. And when it's close to being a reality, it's like you really jump for it. But it's like you want a man to be a traditional husband, but women don't want to be traditional women. And it's like you always hear women always talking about I'm a bad bitch, you know, uh, I'm a boss bitch, you know, this, this and that. And it's like nobody wants to be with someone that like has to like I know you you're confident in yourself ladies and shit like that but like no one want no dude wants to be with someone that just like always about themselves like you were talking about and it's like and I, I brought this up to Raven because I was like so some of these women I was like okay let's 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 put majority of women in the in the, in the same category probably gonna get some hate but you guys are like in your 20s to 30s wanting to get married you know, most of them want to have kids. Like most of them want to have kids. Like you, may, you usually like in the mid twenties to like right before thirties or a little like early stages of thirty, right? And you know, you meet a dude or whatever, and you think he's the one, and you're like, you want him to be the traditional husband. Like, get you know, you guys been together for like a couple of years, and you you know, not like it's the next goal. It's like, all right, let's get married. But it's like most of you ladies. Be like, okay, let's have kids, get married, and stuff like that. But it's like, most of y'all don't cook. And I'm not saying that women have to be the only ones cooking, because I sure damn cook more than Raven does. And I, it's not an issue to me. But it's like, none of you guys cook, and you guys want to have kids. And, like, the whole job of having kids is to provide for your kids. And it's like, and then it was like, well, you can learn what, you know, while you have kids. It's like, no, you need to be prepared for that shit before you even start trying to even have kids. And it's like most of y'all is just worried about having fun, going to Cancun, Jamaica, all these islands, going to Florida, Vegas, you know, going to all these clubs, popping bottles, shaking ass, doing all this extra shit. And it's like and then when you like I put po- I posted it on our page the other day. I'd be like, do bottle girls and promoters like ever get tired of being in the club? Like. Do y'all ever really just sit there, <laughs> sit there and just be like, bro, the this regular niggas get tired of the club. They got to get like this ain't the move no more. And I know it's like, yeah, I'm tired of the club because I'm tired of thirsty ass niggas trying to hit on me or try to fuck, you know. But I'm just saying, like, do y'all ever like it'd be like six o'clock and you'd be like, God damn, I don't want to be. I don't want to do no damn bottle service or God damn, I don't want to be in this club. Like, I fucking hate clubs. I just want to stay my ass home. And it's like you don't see that no more. It's like all females just be out in the club out and about just like doing stupid shit and it's like you attract like where you meet your men is a prime example of how that relationship's gonna go like if you meet your man in a club and you go back or you know you can go back and smash then you know that it's automatically just about fucking there's nothing else and it's just like and then you got some females that they'll spend hours, two, three hours getting dressed, looking yummy as possible, just like, God damn, she bad. And then when dudes go talk to them, they be like, ugh, get away from me. Ugh, get away from me. Like, so you spent all that time and effort to look pretty for dudes to come talk to you to, to grasp at attention just to push it away. And it's like, no, that's why dudes don't be in the club really trying to, actually get to know you they just be like yo you're trying to go home you like, yeah what you doing after this you trying to go back to the crib like 
that's basically what you present to your that's what you present in the dudes nowadays because it's just like the dude come up to you and talk to you you're like oh get away from me or you look and see how what he got on does he got jewelry does he you know what 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 kind what does he smell like shit like that and then it's like okay we could dance and then be like mm, me and my girls is thirsty like so i'm supposed to buy you and all your friends some drinks just so i could get to know you more or you know have the opportunity to smash and then you know, you buy them a drink, and then she's like, oh, then you always got that cock block friend anyway that she's going to be like, oh, come on, let's go. Fuck these niggas. So it's like dudes ain't putting no much effort into chasing, you know, women that want to be chased, but when they get, you know, when they get that attention, they just push it to the side. It's like you set, you're setting up people up for failure. So it's not. I don't feel like it's really men not obsessed with women because dudes love women, like, Strip clubs and all that is like dudes spend tons of bread at the strip club and shit like that to just to see beautiful women. Like there's motherfuckers that be out here buying farts from motherfucking Instagram models and shit like that. Like you can't tell me that dudes is not obsessed with women. Uh, it's gross as fuck. But I'm what I'm saying is is like you can't sit here and say men ain't obsessed with women. It's just you're not giving them the time of day so they're just they're scared of being rejected majority of the dudes just scared to be rejected so they're like why well, shoot my shot and this bitch is about to humiliate me like uh nigga get away from me or uh that's gross like nobody want and then it's like then you demoralize this dude and then it's just like you just shut him down for the whole night he ain't, he's gonna probably be scared to talk to anybody unless you know you just a cold host cold you know, stone killer, and he's like, "All right, thank you." Go to the next one. Oh, all right, thank you. Like it, like it takes a craft to do that. Like that's why we were talking about it all—not the last episode, but the episode before that. It's the one-two-three rule. One-two-three, go shoot your shot, get turned down. All right, cool. Wait a minute, because you don't want to see like you just bouncing from girl to girl because girl women pay attention to that shit. Well, you know, just like all right, they ask and be like, you know, I. Just, Thought she was cute. Try to introduce myself. Didn't go that well. And then I'm just, you know, I'm trying to, I've noticed you. Just trying to, you know, get to know you. Man. You're the backup and uh, yeah, and you're up to bat right now. I have to be honest. I'd be like, I saw her first. I didn't see you. So, you know, it's not yeah, that yeah, you're the he's, backup. He yeah. just got, I'm just bullshit. But you got to be, yeah. you just got to, you know, suck it up. You know, rejection is part of, part of the game. But I do think women don't understand, you know, men, have to deal with rejection much more than women do. Uh, we have to do all the approaching. We have to do all the. Man, yeah, women's job is so easy, man. They just stand there and they don't really do shit except decide if they want to talk to us or not talk to us. So now I will give the ladies the benefit of the doubt. So just so they don't come and attack us, you know, it's hard for women nowadays because the expectations are just so high. You know, you got to have gotta have big booty you gotta have big titties you gotta have a slim waist you know your hair gotta be long you know uh i mean i think that's just expectations women put on themselves i i don't think men actually like sit around and be like if she don't look like cardi b i don't want to talk to her i really don't there's some dog dog let's keep it 100 there's some dogs that be out there be like no she's not bad but but, i mean that's not everybody we talked to we know plenty of guys that talk to anybody yeah, but they're also male whores. They're jiggles. We all, you know, but I say we know more guys that talk to 
everyday women than we do who are like she's not bad. How many do guys that we know were saying she not she don't look good enough? Shit, I I can't even think of somebody in our friend group that used to say that. Not in our friend group, but I we both know someone that would be like, oh, she's not nah, bro. She's I only know one person. Yeah, he's. You know what I'm getting. Yeah. You know what? See, yeah. I'm, hey, hey, you asked a question. I'm just answering the it? question. I'm just saying. So that's one person out of. How not arguing people? with you. Not right. arguing so, with you. I said I feel like that's a more of a woman thing for them themselves, but I digress. But um, so what do y'all think about uh, men being obsessed with women? Is that an issue? Is that a? Is that a? problem we're having in the dating community right now but we'll move on and close out here it's, we've already reached 30 minutes that was fast but uh one more thing before we go is uh did you see this is more of a uh quick one did you see that florida was paying for a uh, uh, fatherhood and they I, always be bashing on my state you know, I, I was just about to say that i was about to just say like no i always be sitting here talking about your shitty ass state you know, with the meth heads, the crackheads, and, you know, old people with being gay, you know, shooting people and whatnot. But I was like, God damn, I'm actually impressed out here giving checks to, to you know, to daddies out here. But my question is, is uh, what's wrong with your state? What, what's wrong with the dudes in your state? Why, why, ain't it, why are they not trying to be daddies, you know? I don't know, bro. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what be going on. I What's just it? moved here two years ago, so I really don't know. No, I take credit on. for your state. You know, when yeah. sh- stupid shit go down in Texas, you know, I take the full, you know, I take all the blows you be sending my way, you know, the yeehaws and giddy ups and all that. <laughs> I take it all. So, you know, you got to do the right. same thing. I don't know. I, I'll have to go on the streets and ask. You'd be out people. here in the streets. I'd be seeing you, you know, on your snaps, you in the clubs and, you know. Yeah. I just be places, bro. But I don't be in the streets. That's not the streets. I'm just waiting for you to have a straw hat, some some gator <laughs> boots, and hate holding the gator with a tank top and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, he he's straight Florida boy now. <laughs> no, I, I ain't ever gonna alligators. I do be seeing the alligators around sometimes, but I stay away from them, bro. They be scaring me. You lying? Watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. You're gonna be on either your Instagram or your uh, Snapchat. You're gonna be holding them. Them baby gators that got tape around their mouth, like yeah, bro. Give me two <laughs> white claws. I went out, <laughs> I went out biking the other uh, couple of weeks ago, and I saw an alligator on the side of the road. I was like, oh no, I gotta stay away from him. <laughs> and then this nigga was looking at me like this from the side of his eyes. He was like, yeah, was you, like nah. you know the niggas <laughs> is quick too. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do it, so yeah, I was like, nah, that's, that ain't for me. I need to get back up north. We don't have alligators and. And panthers and all types of wild shit out here, and E. coli water. So yeah, hey, st- you stick to your state, man. Stay proud. You're like, hey, man, Florida for that life. No state taxes. That's all I can say right now. Yeah, so. be see, you gotta appreciate your state. They out here yeah. doing the most for you. Yeah, you gotta take the good with the bad. Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. But yeah, shout out to Florida. You know, doing something good. I hope more states. You know, start to reward parents who want to be part of their kids' lives rather than rewarding uh, moms that put their son, their uh, baby daddies on child support because they're rich. You know, that's that's the system we live in. We don't glorify the the parents that do a good job or want to actually be parents. We glorify, you know, the black Chinas who get a hundred thousand dollars a month for kids. 
you know, just to live a lifestyle. But I think it's just crazy. Like, yeah, like they that's cool that they passed that bill, but it's like focus on some other shit. Like change fucking daycare prices, man. Daycare prices is ridiculous. It's like even if you a good ass daddy, you still gotta work. You know, you still gotta provide for the child. So you know, you can't always like sit here and watch the kid all day. And it'd be like, bro, I was like, some of the daycares even out here, it'd be like two fifty a week. Like, bro, that's like some of these daycares is more than my mortgage. And it'd be like, hell no, nah. like what do you? And then if I'm spending all this motherfucking money, and I see, I, bro. I would be on CNN, I'd be on ABC, I'd be on all the motherfuckers because if I'm paying that much bread and you do something to my, my child, you smack my child, push my child or something like that, they're going to be an active shooter at daycare. I'm telling you one thing or another because if you're spending all that bread, ain't no way in hell that you should, you know, your kid should be put in those type of situations. My kid better be in some motherfucking, you, like she better be walking on clouds if I'm spending all this bread for you to watch my kid. So... That's yeah, what they need to focus on. Daycare day is rough. Child care is rough. But uh, that goes to another side where we say, you know, don't have a kid till you're ready. Right? So you can afford it. That's that's what I would say. That's why but, your um, shit about to fall. You was talking evil. You was, I yeah. was like, oh, all right. Uh, no, nah, I was, you know, adjusting the screen. That's all. Mm. It was a little hanging off. But all right, y'all. That's what we got for y'all this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It's episode 12. There's only two more left of season three. So counting down, we got something planned for the season finale. We hope you guys enjoy that. But that's all we got for this week. Got any last words? Uh, as always, positive mindsets make positive outcomes. Uh, we hope that you guys follow us on Instagram Live on Wednesdays around 7. I say around 7, not at 7 because I'm always late. I'm I run on CPT time, so I'm not going to lie. But, you know, Wednesdays we go live, try to interact with y'all, you know, give y'all some back, some little side stories or whatever. And then always like, like, share, subscribe, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. Because I feel like, you know, we're not the most popular podcast now, but we're going to be. We're going to be. It might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but we're going to be one of the biggest podcasts out there mark my words episode was 11 12 12 episode 12 season three you heard it first deuces peace out y'all